Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rise and shine, rise and shine. Hey, hey, party, wake up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to begin boarding. If we could ask for your cooperation, would you all please remain seated? Well, how'd you sleep last night? I don't believe that's any of your business. <laughs> if you go to a Bancy Fall and you want to have a Prince and Hansel all in fub with you, don't forget to slop your dripper. Mr. <laughs> Nightlinger, what's for breakfast? Dude, apples, bacon, and biscuits. Well, forget the apples. Slap some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. You're on the high ground with Craig Flowers. T.Y. Henderson, I understand you got a haircut this week, my man. I, I think you uh, misheard on that one. Oh, you just washed it. <laughs> oh, okay. there he Allons-y! Good morning, Texas, and good morning, Texans, and everybody that's getting here as fast as you possibly can. Uh, But please, remember why you're coming, and remember what you left, and don't mess with Texas. Yes, indeed, there may be a lot of states that are great, but there's only one great state. Learn it, know it, live it. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. My name is Craig Flowers, and you are listening to The High Ground, pushing the buttons, as they say up in Schenectady, is a former chaparral who wore number 91 for the Shaps. He washes his hair occasionally, and he may have a long, sloppy, soft palate according to Dr. Slaughter, T.Y. Henderson. T.Y., well done this morning with the big, ugly tailgate. Thank you, sir. Feeling feeling good this morning. How are you? Feeling great. I've been watching a little of the Dell match play and seated to my right, your left, uh, of course, creating that mirror effect with 10 combat deployments as a helicopter pilot in both the Navy and the Army for the Special Operations Community. He is the UC Davis corner back, the pride of East Austin. Everybody's talking about him. My good friend and yours, Jamie. Frazier. Everybody's talking about Jamie Frazier. Good morning, my brother. Good morning, sir. Sounds like you've had two cups of coffee. <laughs> a little bit of Rev gum, a little bit of that caffeinated sugar-free gum started by two chaparrels and classmates of... T.Y. Henderson, our future second son-in-law, was a teammate of T.Y.'s. He wore number 19, caught a lot of passes from the great heavy G, Sam Ellinger, who's a supporter of RevGun. A lot of people don't realize that, but Sam Ellinger is a supporter of RevGun. Did you know that, T.Y.? I did. That's a, 
That's great. And this this month, breaking news for the breaking news, breaking news, uh, T.Y. Henderson. Yes, Rev Gum right there, a little local company. They're going to be in Walmart, all the Walmart's stores in April. And then the more breaking news is, is that in May, in May, they're going to be in all the Targets. So big movement over there for the little company that started by a chemist who went to the University of Texas and said, you know, I'm a diabetic and I need some caffeine without sugar. And so he started a little gum company and surrounded himself with chaparrales that he knew and chaparrales taking care of chaparrales. Jamie, you were at the Dell match play. I interrupted your viewing. You were kind of in the VIP section. What was that like? I've never been. No, it's a lot of fun. Uh, went with my sister from uh, Bend, Oregon. She flew out with uh, my nephew, who is uh, his his first name is my last name, Frazier, Frazier Brown. Uh, Frazier. Yeah, he is a LG, I mean, he is a PGA um, golf instructor out there at uh, Sun River. Um, he had a blast. We had a great time. Uh, it it was kind of. It was really interesting. We did it right. We we were at the Michelob Ultra tent, and uh, if you're gonna go watch it, watch it from that tent. It's great. We're on the twelfth hole. Uh, you don't have to follow the players around. They come to you, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Those guys, they're amazing. Uh, you can't say it enough. I mean, as frustrating as that golf game is, you see how much work they. It's just amazing what yeah, but, Cam Young is doing. Is amazing. But match plays a lot of fun because they don't they don't drag it out, and you're not playing against the field. You're just playing against the, you know, the the two guys that are are you know battling out to win the point, and uh, you know they could go 14 holes, they could go you know 18 holes depending on what the score is, and they'll pick the ball up if you know if a guy's got a you know a gimme shot, they're like yeah, don't worry about it, you're good. And it's it's a it's totally different than watching just the uh, the the regular golf match that you see for the whole fields against the field. But. I like it because, like baseball, there's a game inside the game. Uh, Sapods talked a little bit about um, this morning, but there's some line there's some there are some lines that that can be crossed that kind of turn on that mental part of the game. Um, I did remark that. Cam Young out of Wake Forest, who's married to a colonel's daughter, who I served with up at West Point. Cam Young, he he had nine threes and shot a 27 on Wednesday. Wow. First nine holes had all threes, um, shot a 27. And I think he had even 10 straight threes with only one, as you mentioned, one give me, um, meaning pick it up. That's good. But um, I'm glad you got to see that. I, I wished I could have seen some of this, although it sure is highlighting how beautiful that part of Austin is. Um, and it just really looks good on the, on the bridge. And some of the people in the boats, I'm wondering if a, a birthday boy who's an attorney there in, in uh, Austin, Mike McDonough, who's uh, happy birthday, Mike. He's, I, I look at those boats and I wonder if, if he's out there, I don't know if uh, the chief Texan from Chiso's Boots has been out to Dell match play yet. I know he was having some some back issues walking around. So, um, no, I saw the chief uh, Texan on uh, Thursday. We did a uh, a swing by the 
Chiso's headquarters, and uh, he was looking good. He's very excited about the Kentucky Derby coming up. He, you know, he's uh, he's all on board. Very excited. May sixth is the Kentucky Derby, and of course, myself and ninety-seven others, including the Chief Texan, will be headed up seven thirty in the morning out of Alliance Airport, uh, headed to Churchill Downs to watch a knock on wood, a little horse run named Confidence Game, and uh, there's another owner of 3.17% of confidence game who's coming in from Rochester, New York, and he he's going to be wearing his Chisos boots. So there'll be a lot of, I count about half a dozen Chisos pairs of boots that'll be in the owner's box on the, for the Kentucky Derby. Chisos boots, the most comfortable boot one could ever wear. wear. It's a boot for life, and it's a, it's a, I, I say 12-hour boot because I've never worn it beyond 12 hours, but you forget you're wearing boots. It's just a – and then you look down and you go, man, it's a beautiful boot I'm wearing. And I don't even realize I'm I'm wearing it. Chief, Chief Texan uh, Will Roman runs that named after the Chisos Mountains in West Texas. If, if you're looking for a boot and you don't want to get caught up in all the marketing of some of those crazy commercials that you're seeing that has a bunch of New York money and some of these boots are made out in China – right to next to where they make nike shoes um, buy a pair of chisos boots uh, support a great texas business like rev gum and like antonelli's cheese shop and see home watches as we do on the high ground but chisos boots well they bring us the chisos boots morning story the morning story comes to us from the late bob dole who wrote a book called great political wit laughing almost all the way to the White House. It's a great book. And in this book, he often cites Lyndon B. Johnson. President Johnson liked to tell a story that illustrated his feelings about the vast number of consultants that had proliferated in Washington over the years. According to LBJ, there was a bulldog back home in Johnson City, my hometown that made all the female dogs in town pregnant every spring. Eventually, the local ladies got so fed up that they banded together and had the bulldog fixed. You can imagine their surprise, LBJ wrote, when next spring, the following spring, when all the female dogs were, well, once again pregnant. Quote, it's that darned old bulldog again, unquote, said one of the ladies. But didn't we have him fixed, said another. Then the first lady replied, we did. But now, now he serves, obviously, as a consultant. And that's the Chisos Boots morning story out of the great political wit written by Bob Dole. A great little book to have have around that kind of <laughs> brings politics back in order during these cray cray times yeah you're Jamie gonna have Frazier. a lot of a uh, game. you're gonna have a lot of chisos boots in there see home watches it's gonna be interesting yeah little little deal out there at the kentucky derby jamie do you know what a a, a fascinator is no a fascinator is uh, a hat that is attached to one's head, a, a lady's head out at the uh, Kentucky Derby. It's called a fascinator. 
you can look it up. I guess anyone could wear a fascinator. You and I couldn't. We don't have any hair to attach it to, to fascinate it to. Yeah, it's funny. Mike McDonald, who's a uh, McDonald, who's having a, a birthday today. A buddy of mine I served with in the Army, his name was Mike McDonough. I was uh, channeling him. But a fascinator is the hat that fascinates to attaches to the lady's hair. And so I'm getting these texts, or Miss Beth is getting these texts from all of her friends that are going to the Kentucky Derby about the fascinators that they that they purchased. I guess it's all about the hat. I think I'm going to wear a Chiso's Boots hat um, there. I kind of overdid it last time. I kind of looked like a... We got listeners texting in when when is going when the colonel's going to do the all time classic ATX Derby this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, names in for one of the um, some of the horses. Let me see if I've got this list here. I think we're going to do it in in we're actually going to have to do it in April. Um, but some of the names that are coming in. Uh, Dirty Louie has applied to get in the ATX Derby. Filthy Lewis is another one. Classified document. 99 balloons out of uh, evidently a stable out of Beijing. Uh, Fired for cause. Fate of the Union. Stair Stumbler. DeSantis. Tax Disney. Mr. Irrelevant. Live Golf. Open Border. Uh, Kamala Kamala. I'm not sure about, about that one, but the field is not uh, set in place yet, but we'll have to, Jamie, you'll have to come up with a, the, the right date to do that because Saturday, May 6th, um, I will be on a plane headed to Churchill Downs out of Alliance Air, Airport, but um, fascinating. Jamie, when we get back, I uh, want to hear your thoughts on on what was a remarkable performance last night by the Longhorns who had the late tip I just found it fascinating. The best basketball, in my opinion, they played all year. We'll be back. T.Y. Yes, Fort Worth does cross our mind from time to time. I will be in Fort Worth when the Longhorns arrive there to play a three-game set in baseball, uh, the first part of April, but last night the uh, the basketball team, my gosh, the, the the defense was was remarkable. Yes, the offense was great, but the defense really had that team pushed all the way out. And you know, I find myself I found myself disliking Xavier more and more as the game went on, primarily because of the behavior of uh, of that shooting guard Kunkel. I think that was his name. Uh, you watched the game, Jamie? Uh, actually, watched the first half, then I went to bed. I was it. I did watch. I caught the uh, went the the U of H game. My buddy uh, Chase, UH graduate, had a whole bunch of people down at the Haymakers. I went and watched that game. It wasn't much of a game, um, but I was like, imp- I was impressed. I was watching the first half. I was impressed that uh, how well they rebounded, not having Desu. And uh, you know he was a, he's a huge part, and that can make you know, that can make a team better if they have to get step up, you know step up next man up. Well, it did stretch him, and, and it was as if he they didn't, didn't miss it. I can't imagine if Desue would have been there, uh, what that would have. But I loved how 
that team played. I mean, I, I think you're looking at a Final Four team now. It's just simply remarkable. Your take on it, T.Y., uh, the behavior. I mean, it got chippy, and some, it could have easily gotten out of hand here, particularly at, at the halftime. I mean, be careful how you celebrate, too, you know, afterwards. You know, you hit a half-court shot, yeah, you're going to celebrate, but I don't know. Uh, both teams kind of brought a little of that stuff on themselves, but uh, hopefully they did a little after-action review and kind of reviewed some of those things in the area of behavior uh, that they can polish up for, for their next game. They get the early tip tomorrow. I think the pregame is going to be uh, on this radio network starting at 3.30 tomorrow. Is that my track in there, T.Y.? Yeah, uh, it should be around then. What did you think about the game last night, T.Y.? I mean, like I said, during the big early tailgate, I I thought the energy was amazing. They had that kind of uh, championship camaraderie. You look you look forward between the players. Um, you know, they were having fun, but they were also completely locked in, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I, I love the way Timmy Allen uh, led the – it felt like he was leading the team both offensively and defensively. And Tyrese Hunter, you know, kind of showing up again like he like he was early in the season. You know, we went through that midseason lull where he it seemed like he couldn't score at all, but it's obvious that he's uh, getting back into form, and I'm excited what they could see uh, going and playing Miami tomorrow night. Hey, Colonel, I was proud of T.Y. last night. He stayed home and watched the game. That's I heard. I heard that. That I mean, that's amazing. He was here. He was here before anyone. He was. He. I mean, he showed up 45 minutes early to work today. Amazing. He's growing up, Jamie, right in front of our very eyes. I mean, he's he's starting to make some adult decisions. He's he's choosing the harder right over the easier wrong. You and I both know. Sometime in your, you know, mid twenties, um, thing you start to see things differently. Your self awareness, your situational awareness, and the action you take is 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 different from when you were. You're bring, 19. You're bringing tears to my eyes right now. T.Y., so proud of you. <laughs> I don't go out very often. Oh, girl. oh get out of here. I don't. Oh, get out of here. St. Patrick's Day last weekend was an, ex- an exception. It was an exception just because of the date. That's it. It's one of my favorite holidays. It should be one of your favorite holidays. That's right. It's great. You know, every once in a while, if you close your eyes, Jamie, uh, As T.Y. I'm has a, so now. He, he ha- yeah, he has a little spicoli in him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's got a little bit of Spicoli in him when you're just like, oh, dude, where'd you get that jacket? I mean, every once in a while, you'll hear a little Spicoli in, in T.Y. He's coming out of it. I mean, this morning, his mitochondrias are fired up. I mean, it sounds like he brought his, his dachshund and his chow. Uh, he would, he would be proud. He's, he's, in, uh, he's in pleated khaki shorts, a collared shirt. And he's got uh, penny loafers on. He's amazing this morning. Amazing. I don't know what's the penny, going on. The penny, the penny loafers. In the eighties, yeah. we actually put we actually put a penny in the penny loafers. Well, and he's got a shirt tucked in with a belt. It's amazing. It's amazing. What are you going to? Are you going out to Dell today? No, no. He's he's messing with you. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> no, he's good. I'll tell you what though. Dell Classic cracks me up. That you're out there. Um, and everyone's dressed up like they're ready to play golf. Out yeah, there. That's, that's what you do. I know. No, it's not. No one's going to get hurt. No one's going to go. Hey, 
lady in the short dress, you're in. It's, it's not happening. It's the only it's sport where, where hey, the spectators hey, wear, wear what the, the players do. Hey, fat, fat dude that shouldn't be tucking his shirt in with it tucked in, you're in. He's yeah. looking classy. Yeah. Rory went down, you're in. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like, okay. I mean, I don't want him to dress down. I just want him to dress. You know, that's good. There was a drag. Well, I think they're thinking of ten cup, Jamie. So they're hanging around, <laughs> thinking at any moment somebody's caddy could be fired and they could be on the bag. Oh. Is, is is my guess? No. Pick up that bag. Let's go. <laughs> no, I, I got to show you. I'm going to send you the picture of uh, they had this big uh, Dell match play golf ball with a tee on the side, and you know the tee's like I don't know eight foot tee golf ball. It's like a ten foot golf ball. And we're walking out, and my sister and my nephew want, hey, let's get a picture by this. I'm like, all right. There's a drunk guy with his $50, a Yeti cup, you have to buy 50 bucks out there. And there's a drunk guy that's older guy, he's probably in his 60s, drunk, passed out, sitting on the end of the tee. You can't get him out of the photo. It was awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What? I mean, what choices... do you make bad choices yeah what what time was this uh we were leaving about like i don't know three thirty four o'clock yeah oh Rough man day. that's so dude was a gone johnny at three thirty in the afternoon with a 50 dollar yeti yeah wait <laughs> on the on the 13th hole waiting for and like rory didn't even i don't think or uh scheffler didn't even tee off to like three o'clock that day so he, he he had a good two or three hours left in that mm. but yeah it was uh it was an interesting crowd it always is out there it was, it was a lot of fun though driving was crazy um we ubered in there but uh people but where were, do they drop you when you uber into uh down by the 360 um right by the uh right by the river right by lake austin right underneath the um the pennybacker bridge. bridge yeah Right, is, it, is it near the, where the white flags, those cool white flags are kind of like waves that are standing straight up, kind of like on a dock and you, you yeah, walk yeah, in? Yeah, that yeah, way? yeah, exactly. That's how you come in through the dock. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, it was good times. Lots of fun. A lot of, a lot of people with Rolexes, a lot of people wearing their Rolex and it's a, uh, mm. you know, mm. but it was, uh, it was a good time. I we will, we'll know we, uh. We made a difference for Sea Home watches when people start wearing their Sea Home watches. Well, they will be wearing them to the Kentucky Derby. There'll be a bunch of Sea Home yeah, watches they there. Won't but... be, they won't be wearing them to the Dell Classic anymore because this is the last year. That's it. Done. Live, live yeah. Golf. Live Golf has taken over. That's it. They got a match. You think, you think Liv's going to come in? No, 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 no. I just think that it's a reaction to uh, Liv Golf biggest because all the purses they have that that uh, the PGA's really had to change its lineup and where they're going to go and uh, what events they're going to um, sponsor. So um, yeah, it's uh, things change, but uh, they're definitely in a battle. Live Golf and uh, PGA. You know, I watched that that Netflix. Uh, I think there's eight episodes. It may be first T or something, T-Y, I can't remember the name, um, but it's all about the, the PGA. And Rory said something very interesting when they met out in Delaware, a players-only meeting um, that they had. Tiger and Rory and others were there. And after their players-only meeting, Rory was having breakfast with one of the PGA reps or something. And he had been surprised when the head of the PGA 
talked about mandatory number of events the players were going to have to play. Of course, the purses had increased significantly. But I loved what Rory said. He said, you know, we are the only athletes, professional athletes, that over the years have now gotten to the point where we get to de- we get to decide what events we're going to play in. And he paused and he said, you know, we as professional athletes in golf, we've gotten kind of soft. And yes, we were surprised that there's a, some mandatory events that we have to play in. He said, but there are no other professional athletes that he could name that get to choose what events they're going to play in. He, he said, the NBA doesn't get to say, uh, now we're not going to play in this series coming uh, up against. Well, and the players you know. do individually. They sit out a lot. so. Yeah, So, but his point was that he felt that players had, over time, there had been some creep that had come up, and they had gotten a little soft in how they approached their profession. I agree, yeah. Which was which was fascinating uh, to me. Cam Young, I don't I don't know if I think he's playing already this morning. But but dude is I mean he's got to be. I'm not going to wood here. One of the one of the picks going into the to the Masters. Um, his like I said, his wife and our daughter went to middle school together, and our daughter and um, Andrew Laycock, who were number nineteen. Uh, T.Y., um, teammate of yours who's marrying our daughter, they were invited by the Youngs to go to the Masters. So they're going to be at – I've never been to the Masters, and here's what I learned. The only place to buy Masters gear, unless I guess you go to eBay and buy used Masters gear, is you have to be at the Masters. You can't – and they evidently have a UPS set up in a tent, and you go in and you pick out your polo or your hat or whatever it is, and evidently they're pretty proud of them. Um, but you don't carry bags of swag around the masters. They just ship it right there, right out of the, the tent. By the time you get home, your unless, stuff's waiting on you. Unless you're John Daly, then you're out in the parking lot at Hooters selling as much <laughs> swag as you can sell, which I love John Daly. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's making an incredible methodical comeback not necessarily well, he's got professional no, no, golf, but yeah, on but he, social media yeah but he's got no replacement i mean there's no john daly out there on the tour they need another john daly on the tour they really do i don't see anybody bubba watson maybe no oh, nothing close to john daly come on the freak show bubba watson playing with a pink driver who's had no professional lessons i'm 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 a big Bubba Watson fan. That's I just good. think he's... He's just saying it's John Daly. That's right. And he's not playing in Dell match play. Otherwise, they they would have had him um, on... They would have featured him because he's hit some crazy drivers off the deck at the Austin Country Club. Um, I don't know. Who do you think is going to win this thing? Uh, I, I got to go with Cam Young. <laughs> I think he's just going with a favorite. I don't... I, who do you got, T.Y.? Who do you think you... We're in the final. Scotty. Scotty. Yeah. I'll have to go with you. Well, they're both on. So Cam Young and Scotty, I think, if I recall, they're on different sides of the bracket. So it could come down to those two. I tell you, there's um, so much going on in Austin uh, this weekend. You get the Dell match play. You've got the uh, Coda NASCAR uh, visiting us. And then you have uh, you get the University of Texas basketball and the University of Texas baseball. 
Yeah, but probably the best win of the year, Jamie, to your point, uh, Longhorns win against Tim Tadlock's Red Raiders uh, last night, 6-2. to two. That's a that's a big really, win. really big win yep. uh, for the Longhorns. And uh, three-game set coming back. But you're going out to Dakota today. You're going to – Rodney Rodriguez, of course, is going to be on from 12 to 2 today. He's going to have a great show. But you're going to go out there seeing your buddy. Yeah, uh, my buddy Billy McAnally, who's got uh, two trucks in the camp series. Um, he's uh, I've known Billy since um, shoot, since I was about sixteen. No, it's about eighteen years old, and uh, he has really done a, a great job. You know, come from uh, he, he he raced bomber class, then he got some sponsors. Now he's got a team, and uh, they're they're in the top ten this year. So it's going to be exciting to go out there and. See Billy McNally. Take some pictures. Have you gotten in any of those trucks at all? No, I, I don't think I could fit in those trucks. Those kids are like 19, 20 years old, and they're about a buck fifty. I wow, yeah, they're like bull riders. We'll be back for the banks of T Y Henderson's three sixty. This is Trace Atkins, and I still can't believe Flowers has his own radio show. Unbelievable. You know, when Trace, when Trace talks, it kind of reminds me of Lurch from the Adams Family. Uh, I think that was his only line in the movie uh, or in the TV show. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm always curious about where to park and how to get to events. That's why I asked you about the Dell match play and how to get there, Jamie. How in the wide world of sports, as they say on B&E every Monday through Friday. How in the wide world of sports are you going to get to the racetrack today? Drive and walk. It's a long Oh, you walk. hate that. You it's hate a that. ton of walking. No, it, yeah. I mean, that's like that's like the Del Match play. Uh, some people just love following, you know, their golfer all the way around. I'm right. more, I, I would much rather sit there and have a cold beer and have all the golfers come to me. That's uh, <laughs> just... Uh, you know, I'm the one paying money. <laughs> Come to me. Yeah. Show me your show me your talent. Bring yeah. your talent my Man, way. Man, they I'm got gonna... uh, I just see the the Del Bash plays on TV now and it is packed on the um on uh, Lake Austin. They are uh, they got the boats out there. It's nice. Well, my friends, my friends that I thought may have been out there, they're they're not out there right now. In fact, they're out at Horseshoe Bay. So they said the heck with it. We're getting out to Horseshoe Bay, which is a phenomenal place to be. But Jamie, are you going to be in a suite like you were at Dell out at this race today? Uh, no, actually, um, probably be in the pit. I'm going to go see where Rodney is. Wow. Yeah, where's Rodney? I was in the pit last year. It was fun. You said they have a, you can, and then they slap a headphones on you and you can listen to the drivers, the spotters and the drivers. Which I didn't know they had. I don't know much about NASCAR, but they have spotters all around the track to, talking to the drivers, and they're telling them to speed up, to, to when to pass, when not to pass. It's interesting. It's a lot of. It's a, more of a team sport than you really thought it was, but it really is. You see yeah, some. You see some of the guys in the pits. They're all you know ex uh, ex college football players. They're just huge guys that uh, can uh, throw four tires on and matters seconds refill that car it's amazing 
the tire changes always amazed me. But I, I as a little boy in the 1970s, whenever car racing came on, it, for me, it was in the way of baseball or some other sport. You know, timeout for the NBA game of the week was what the, they had a cool little song that would come on. And I was infatuated with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, previously known as Lou Alcindor, and them and the Boston Celtics with JoJo White and John Havlicek. But I would, when it, it as a little boy, I couldn't understand during the gas crisis of the Jimmy Carter administration. To me, I'm, I'm looking at all these cars racing around the track and I'm going, well, look, I have these long gas lines and I'm seeing these cars going around this racetrack for a little seven-year-old or however old I was. I remember thinking, well, why don't we just quit racing cars and we could save gas? <laughs> I remember th- I remember actually thinking that and writing it in like the first or second grade. Go, I got a great way to save some gas. I thought I discovered something. Hey, one of our uh, listeners just texted and wants to know if the confidence game is running in the Arkansas uh, Derby. Yeah, break, break. No, um, this has just been decided in the last 24 hours. Our trainer, Keith DeSormo, has decided, no, we are not going to run confidence game in the Arkansas Derby at Oaklawn, and we are not going to run him in the Lexington there is a chance that he may run in the bluegrass, but there is another chance, perhaps likely, that we are simply going to train this athlete all the way up until the Kentucky Derby. He's run enough races, he's won enough races, that the trainer says, the horse will tell me whether or not we need to run him in the bluegrass, which I think is the first or second week in April. Of course, the Kentucky Derby is May the 6th. But just like an athlete, that he's trying to get him to peak at exactly the right time. Think of a sprinter. And he may decide to train him all the way up uh, to the Derby. He had a great workout uh, this week. And... He looks, he looks to be in, in great shape. I think right now, I, I saw on the pre-Derby odds, I checked them, I think, five days ago, and I think they had him at 24 to 1. Of course, that's going to change a ton of times. And I, I think by the time the race goes off, I'm just predicting here that we're looking at probably at 8 to 1, something like that. Uh, but there's a chance that he... He may not run again until the Kentucky Derby, so we'll see. I heard a good. Uh, I read a uh, a, uh, a funny story about Earl Campbell um, when he was playing uh, when he was living here in Austin, Texas. He was driving around Austin and he drove by three nuns that were walking, and he's like, "Well, I'll pull over, give him a ride." You know, they have to walk in hot uh, Austin, Texas. And they got they they begrudgingly got in his uh, his car and they looked at him and they they were quiet and then they asked, "Sir, are you a football player?" And uh, Earl turned around and looked at him and said, "No, ma'am, I'm a jockey." <laughs> <laughs> he could have said, said uh, "Yes, I'm a football player. I'm a kicker." I'm a... 
No. I've never met I've never met Earl Campbell. We almost bought his home in 2012 when we arrived to the ATX. His home was for sale over near Westlake, but um, we we did not. But I never got to. I haven't got to meet him. Of course, we get to feel the inspirational words of, of Tyler Campbell every day. TC, yeah. he's uh he's very excited because he played football over there in San Diego State. And uh, they're they're uh, they're in the elite eight, baby. That's right. Hey, Jamie, uh, Park City's Quail Coalition is uh, it occurs. Is, is, is that is is that a cult? I don't know. No, it's described as conservation's greatest night, kind of like the 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 most exciting two minutes in all of sports, the Kentucky Derby. This is conservation's greatest night it's their 17th annual park city's quail coalition out of dallas on the campus of smu it's tonight tonight doors open at 5 p.m and this is where they give out the t boone pickens award each year uh, since t boone has passed away and this year i believe i believe they're the awardee is kevin costner okay yeah, that's kind of what I said. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if that's the, uh, Kevin Costner. Interesting. Loved, uh, love some of his movies. He and Cal Ripken have an interesting history. We'll be back from the banks of 360. I love the nightlife. I love my bud light. I like them cold and tall. I'm too slow for working too fast. I don't do windows, so honey, don't ask. But I'm pretty good at drinking beer. Well, yes. That uh, that gentleman you described out at Adele uh, was pretty good at drinking beer, Jamie. I guess he's in the picture that you took. Well, I think he was drinking Tito's. He had his $50 Yeti cup. So he was definitely drinking Tito's. <laughs> it was like a twenty. Oh it was like a. It was like a fifty dollar cup, but it's filled. But then uh, the refills were, I think, twenty bucks. So, yeah. So that's like a. That's probably a hundred dollar cocktail. That's easy, hundred. But you get to keep the cup, hundred dollar Yeti cup. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie, you're you're always curious about what's going on in Ranger, Texas. Not always. Not after um, last, not, not after the story about that cheerleader. Nope, not nope. Don't want to hear about yeah, it. The, the history uh, of Ranger Junior College is fascinating. People do listen. You know, that's the place that says that they want you to be happy there. And if there's something you want that they haven't got, they'll show you how to get along without it. But we do have Ty some breaking news out of Ranger, Texas today. Today is the 50th anniversary celebrated at Ellis Burke's Ballpark. Ellis Burke's Ballpark, built by Ellis Burke's, played at Ranger along with Jimmy Morris from the movie The Rookie. But today, Ranger Junior College Baseball is celebrating the 50th anniversary of the 1973 Junior College World Series champions. And the entire infield has gathered from that 1973 team, 
some of which played later at Pan American University, which has been renamed now to University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. But today, the entire infield from that 1973 team, Donnie Moore is not going to be there. Donnie Moore passed away a few years ago. It was a tragedy. But the starting pitcher for that national champion, Ranger Junior College World Championship team is going to be there. And it's a name that only a baseball player could have. Snuffy Dukes. Snuffy Dukes was the starting pitcher for the Ranger Junior College 1973 team. And the guy that hit in the number four hole who hit for power and played first base, well, that's my uncle, Donald Flowers, who later went on to coach at Ranger Junior College and played a Pan American against the great Keith Moreland. Keith Moreland beat Pan American. The Longhorns did that year to go to the College World Series and win it all. But Snuffy Dukes. Is returning to Ranger. Ranger <laughs> All roads lead to Ranger. Ranger Junior College is ranked as one of the top ten community colleges by the Texas, uh, in Texas by the school by schools.com. Cost you five thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars a year to get a Ranger Junior College. That's right. I think I think I got when I went. I, I got they actually I got money back. They paid you to be at Ranger Junior College. Well, yeah, at the end of each semester, I'd go to the registrars, which always, that name always cracked me up, the registrar. And she was always there, and I, I would get a little note in my P.O. box that said, you need to go see the registrar. I would go there, and she would hand me a check for like $33. Rancher <laughs> Junior College opened September 13th, 1926, with, 13, with 30 students. That's right. Yeah, I think I all think Ranger there were twenty. Day. Unlike TCU, uh, Jamie's uh, ratio was a—I uh, mean, uh, Johnny's ratio was a little off this morning, by the way, Ty. So don't get too carried away with that. But unlike unlike TCU, Ranger Junior College, when I was there, I think there were twenty-nine girls, females enrolled at Ranger at the time, um, mostly on the basketball team or on the track team, and they also. Uh, were cheerleaders as well at Rangers. So uh, a lot of males uh, attend Ranger Junior College, some of which come from Kenya. The track team, they have Kenyans there that speak Swahili. You'd be doing your laundry at the local laundromat, and there would be a, a Kenyan who had the most beautiful smile you'd ever seen. I mean, they, had, they were happy to be there, but man. That's yep. the first time I ever met a Kenyan at Ranger International. They're going to call it Ranger International Junior College. Well, they they do. Ranger notable alumni, Billy Gillespie. Uh, oh, yes. That's uh, right. Ellis Burks, Jim Morris, uh, Jaron Holmes, and uh, Mike Flint. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. There's a, there, are, there are a couple of Mike Smith. Uh, who pitched for the Baltimore Orioles in the big leagues for a long time. He was there. Uh, I remember we played Ranger Junior College when I was at TCU. We played him in a fall game, and Mike Smith was pitching. Man, he was good. Hector Ortiz. Yep, Hector yeah. Ortiz. Donnie Moore. Yeah. Um, 
but I hit a I hit a double off of Mike Smith down the right field line. I, I hit him. Our left field line was, was really late on the pitch, but anyway, he came in and my uncle was coaching at the time, and he goes, "Really?" He looks at Mike Smith. He goes, "Really?" And Mike Smith, with his slow Southern draw, goes, "Coach, I just got to keep it in the family." <laughs> okay. Hey. All right, Jamie. Have a great day. Hey, remember this. Robert H. Smith, he wrote a great poem called The Clock of Life. I love the first line. It says, the clock of life is wound but once. Have a great Saturday. We'll see you on the high ground. For life is quite absurd and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your scene, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's your last chance, chance anyhow. So always look on the bright side of death. Just before you draw your terminal breath. <laughs>